happened. I'm late for a very important date. Um, no, but as we could have guessed, I wasn't going to be able to sustain the uh, sustain the making sure that I'm recording the night before so that it's posts at 9 a.m. Eastern time. But listen, we made it almost two weeks. And here's why this episode is late. Um, yesterday was Tuesday and I was like half of a human for most of the day because Monday night, both of my dogs, and when I mean both, I mean both of them, were like pretty sick. And I did switch their food the week before. So I think that it could have been that they just, it caught up to them and they were both like, this isn't a good food for us. But um, Tucker woke me up a little after midnight and then it was every hour until three. And then I got at least two hours of sleep. And but then I was up again at five and six and seven. So I it just takes so much longer to recover when you have a night like that. And I had like two pretty long meetings yesterday. And in between meetings, I was just like trying to rest every moment that I could. Um, and I think partially it's probably because of the pandemic, but like I am just kind of a disaster if I don't get seven straight hours now. Um, so an interrupted night of sleep, I, it's going to throw me off for the next couple of days. So something that I was thinking about, as a lot of you know, I dabble in like as many topics as I possibly can, because I just like to learn stuff and I like to tell everybody the, the stuff that I learned. So I'm going to start incorporating a fact or a silly tidbit of something that I've learned that day. And I've told a few people this, I actually put it in an email to my beauty counter team the other day, but I had no idea how you spell Niagara. And if you knew, you get A++ because there are three A's in Niagara. Did you know this? It's N-I-A-G-A-R-A. So like phonetically, it kind of looks like Niagara. Because um, once you get past the, the N-I, you just get an A every other letter. So that is your fun fact of the day. Niagara is actually... Gara is the second half. <laughs> All right. But in lieu of my needing to rest yesterday, I did do a little research because this is a topic that's come up a few times and I'm sure we're going to talk about more, but I have been actively and with my therapist's help working on getting out of a toxic productivity mindset. And I think I have had that specific problem I mean, honestly, probably since I started doing theater in like sixth grade, because I did like every art thing I could do in middle school and high school and took, um, you know, went in early to be in the ceramics classroom throwing pottery because they would let us. And I took every art class, every music class. I mean, I was in a composing music class in eighth grade and started writing songs then like I've always just been like a do stuff do stuff do stuff person and then I would really only rest like when I had time off between contracts and theater as as I got older and I still don't think 
that I did a very good job because I felt like I had to get a bunch of travel in then. I didn't do a very good job setting myself up for how to really take care of myself. And something that's really interesting with burnout is that statistically it can take eight months for just to complete a mild burnout cycle. So when you think about if you had a burnout cycle of 14 years, just say for instance, how long it will take to get out of that. And we don't often think about like how much that stress really hurts us. Um, And I, there's this interesting article, I'll put it in the show notes. But one of the points of this article is that stress is not actually our problem, but a lack of recovery is. And they specifically say, so burnout is accumulative and amplified stress plus the lack of recovery multiplied by the unrealistic expectation of time. I just think that's so smart to think about it in an equation way. Because it's one thing to sort of just put all the pressure on whatever it is that we believe is stress and how the stress affects our lives. But it's another thing if we don't put into consideration that recovery and rest is kind of the only way that we will figure this out. And I I was thinking about this in relation to how our sort of modern society has changed. Um, And we don't like, you know, do all of our growing in the field in the summer and then sort of hibernate with our books and candles in the winter anymore. Um, Though I do think that that is starting to make more of a comeback than it certainly did before. So uh, I did pull up a couple lists of things that are ways to be more restful. And I'm interested to hear from you. So send me a message once you listen to this. If you think that, um, well, I'll just read the list and then I'll tell you which one I'm not sure is always very restful for most people. So this is in, in what this author, and I'll put this in the show notes too. This is what this author has said in the top 10, starting with 10. So meditation and having a mindfulness practice. Number nine, watching TV. Number eight, daydreaming. Number seven, taking a shower or a bath. Number six, walking. Number five, doing nothing in particular. Number four, listening to music. Number three, being alone. Number two, being a natural environment. And number one, reading. And I I think a lot of these are very restful or are at least like something that can help you reset and gain more of your, I guess, sanity back in a way. I just like, I'm not sure that like scrolling on TikTok is very restful. I don't always know that watching TV is very restful. And I also don't know how... So number five, doing nothing in particular, and number three, being alone. I don't know how those are restful. And I don't know how, certainly in a society like that we've grown up in, doing nothing in particular is like, it's that's nearly impossible. Because even if I'm like trying to do nothing, I'm still 
like laying outside in a hammock, right? Or taking a nap or like, there's always some action that I'm doing. And I also, I'm not sure being alone is very restful, just the state of being by yourself. But if you take yourself out on a hike, yeah, that's more restful. I don't know. I think those two are just interesting ways. So I do, we'll talk more about how important I think having a mindfulness practice and meditation is. Um, and those two things, if you don't already have them, a lot of people feel like they're not good at meditating. Meditation is not something you can be good at. It's just something you do or you don't do. <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll weave that into another episode in the future. So I hope this gave you some things to think about with burnout and rest, and it will be a topic we talk about forever because it's near and dear to my theater heart. All right. Have a great Wednesday.